Hiya, I just want to talk to you about a verse that we're going to read a lot tomorrow. Um, when we read it, I want you to have a lot of uh, stuff in the background there um, to help you when you read it tomorrow. It's a verse that's found in Luke 4 verse 4, Matthew 4 verse 4, and Deuteronomy 8 verse 3. I'll read this little bit to you now. Remember how the Lord your God led you all the way in the desert these 40 years to humble you and to test you in order to know what was in your heart, whether or not you would keep his commands. He humbled you, causing you to hunger and then feeding you with manna, which neither you nor your fathers had known, to teach you that man does not live on bread alone, but on, the ev but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. And it's this last verse, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. So that's the verse that we'll be reading. Now in this little passage, Moses is given, giving them the reasons for their wilderness wanderings or the reason behind their desert days. And this is really cool because in this little section here, there's six verbs, which is great, isn't it? I remember from school uh, that a verb is like a doing word. It's describing an action. And that's amazing that in the desert days, in the wilderness wanderings, God was doing stuff, uh, which is brilliant, isn't it? It's really encouraging. Now, we've done the desert days thinking of the pandemic as an involuntary um, desert days that the Lord led us into that. Now, tomorrow is our fast day and we're voluntarily going into that. Uh, but there's some things here that we can uh, we can take with us into that. So the first verb, let me talk to you about the first verb. And it is this. It says here that the Lord led you. Isn't that amazing? That as we look into the desert days, we see the Lord is leading. The Lord led them. The Lord is leading us. Even though he judged them for unbelief, he didn't abandon them. Okay, so when you see your sin tomorrow as you as you fast be encouraged that the lord even though he knows you completely does not abandon you doesn't run away it is safe for you to own your sin tomorrow and confess it that's great isn't it the second verb is it was to humble you it says here and it says it in two verses verses two and three to humble you and now this is not a pleasant experience so tomorrow you may not feel that great you know of like oh this has been brilliant uh, no the humbling is a painful experience it has the word often connected to it the word afflicted or bruised and you might feel a bit of that tomorrow um but but why does he want to humble us why are we entering into this fasting in order to be humbled well it is so that we might know what is in our heart. Verb number three, to know what is in our heart. And here the Lord is wanting to have a heart to heart with us. Isn't that lovely? Uh, but he wants us to have a heart to heart with us. The wilderness, uh, the desert days, uh, the time of fasting tomorrow may well be the place where our hearts are revealed. And often not nice stuff is seen. But as Shrek says, it's better out than in, I always say. <laughs> so it's better for it all to come out, isn't it? But it, out it will come tomorrow. So we come on to then the fourth verb is that we might be hungry. 
So this is incredible in the desert, is that the Lord causes them to hunger. He holds back what is, ne uh, what is necessary for their survival. We naturally crave certain satisfactions. We want certain joys. We want certain comforts. Um, we don't want to feel empty. We refuse to feel empty. But we have a Lord here who causes them to hunger. Now, that is the involuntary sort of side of it, isn't it? It's like they're led in that way. The Lord causes them to hunger. We're going to enter into it tomorrow where we will be caused to be hungry. You're like, why would we want to do this? Because of verb number five. Because the Lord feeds us. That's the other thing that happened here, isn't it? That his ultimate will is not to starve and to kill. No, his ultimate will is that we go hungry so he can feed us. And we can be fed by something better. They were fed from manna, by manna from heaven. It was almost baked in heaven, wasn't it? And miraculously given and sent to the people. That is his ultimate will to feed us. And as we are weaned off the junk food of this passing world, which tomorrow is a little bit of that, we want to kind of wean ourselves off all of the other satisfactions we look to, we will then be able to have Jesus. To look at Jesus and to say he is better and he will satisfy. And then verb number six um, is that he teaches us. It is a time of teaching. It is a time where um, the kind of knowledge that we can get tomorrow is only found in those sort of times of, of being without of being hungry, not having what we, what we want. Uh, he intends to teach us tomorrow. And so go into tomorrow thinking, yep, yeah, I want to be taught by Jesus. Um, he will teach me. And when we haven't got all the things that we want, we need to look at him and go, but we do have every word that comes from his mouth. We've got nothing else, but we have got that. We've got, as Peter says, um, his precious promises. Oh, brilliant, isn't it? So these are the things that we're going to look at um, and have in our minds as we read that verse tomorrow. Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Great stuff. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>